0: i awesome.
1: Welcome back to the Crossword Podcast, where you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time, as we are talking week 13 in the National Football League. Joining me today is Bill Needles. How's it going, Bill?
2: It is going
1: well, thank you. All right, good to have you back. Uh, also, rounding out our trifecta is his brother, Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig? Uh, going well, thank you. All right. Um, rough weekend for us. Rough Thanksgiving Day for us gambling, uh, but yep. we're we're going to push past it, and we're going to look ahead to a... a, a Strange, strange week thirteen. The lines have been moving all over the place in the first uh, few days since they've been out. So uh, we're just going to get right into those right now. First off, the Thursday night game, pretty decent little matchup here. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are heading into Dallas to take on the Cowboys. New Orleans laying seven and a half on the road. Craig, are you uh, how you feeling? Confidence level on the on the Dallas underbet right now?
3: Low. Uh, mm. This has to be. This has to be a loss. Yeah. This has to be a loss. Uh, I think that it will be. Um, I'm glad that this is not the traditional Thursday where the home team has a significant advantage. Uh, that's a, a good news story. Um, but I I, I
1: I would think this will be a loss, but yes, this has to be a loss. Spread-wise, how you feel on this one, Bill? Seven and a half?
2: Uh, initially, I was thinking, oh yeah, I'll just take Dallas. But New Orleans is not... They just win in the, when they're in New Orleans anymore. Like they're a good team with a good defense that's played consistent even when they're on the road. Uh, on a short week though, I think I got to take Dallas here. Um, it's I'll, not I'll, a short week though, not for Dallas. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, for yeah. Them, yeah, these
3: two teams, these two teams both played seven days ago, not four. That that changes that changes the analysis here. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they've got a full seven days of prep, which means yeah, I still kind of want the points, but I'm not solid either way.
1: Yeah, I, I I think I gotta agree with Bill for some reason. Like, I'm, they're definitely not gonna be one of my five, and I'm I have them more as a stay away. But if, if I was one of those compulsive types who has to gamble, I uh, I don't know. I'm leaning towards Dallas. <sighs> I mean, as Craig said, it's it's a full week, but it's still Thursday. We tend to favor the home teams on the Thursday matchups, and. Uh, I still think New Orleans a win. I just don't think this will be there. You will blow it out uh, of the
3: water. I, I you 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 still favor the home team because of the general home advantage. I just think mm-hmm. that the large ho- Thursday home advantage doesn't exist here. Yeah, true. because the Saints haven't played a football game in seven days, and neither the Cowboys. Also
1: yeah, true. I still I still so one wise, of seven I, days for travel instead of one of four.
3: Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. And, and Dallas, Texas to New Orleans, Louisiana, or uh, from New Orleans, Louisiana. By the way, is is a relatively an inoffensive travel schedule as well, so there's that part of it too.
1: This also reeks of Dallas somehow just squeaking out a weird win, and then no, Jerry, I would, Jer- yeah, I mean, yes. as devastating <laughs> as that would be for you, Craig, it it, it it of Dallas eking out some weird win, and then Jerry Jones giving Garrett the extension like the next day, and then we get to do this all over again <laughs> next year. Right? Yeah. with, with says, "Oh God, bittersweet, bittersweet for the Cowboys fans." Um. All right, heading into the Sunday afternoon matchups. First up, a game that has... Th- the lines have been moving a little bit all week. This one has, has moved the most. Baltimore at Atlanta. This line actually opened up at Baltimore minus three and a half. Or sorry, min- just minus three. Baltimore minus three. It has now been bet down to Atlanta minus one. I bet Atlanta plus the three at home earlier uh, this week on Monday. Um, I still kind of like Atlanta minus the one. Lamar Jackson has not been very impressive to me so far, at least not with the arm. With the legs, he's been impressive. Um, Joe Flacco is getting healthy. We don't necessarily know who's starting this game, although I will...
3: If I were working for the Baltimore Ravens franchise, there's a 0% chance it wouldn't be Lamar Jackson. I
1: I completely agree with you, and I don't think... (sighs) I'm not sure if there's anybody in Baltimore at this point that is, is making the Joe Flacco case, is there? Like at least at, at, at right at, at this stage of the game right now, based on on what we've seen from Lamar Jackson.
3: I don't think there should be anyone who's making the Joe Flacco case. And, and Jackson's been okay. He's been good enough that you can continue to see how things progress here. They've won two straight, mm-hmm. not against good teams on you, but they've won two straight. Um, plus, the Falcons, you can really run it on them. So Lamar Jackson would be good for that. Just mm-hmm. maybe, just maybe, just do that. Yeah.
1: Uh, Atlanta minus the one right now. Bill, how do you feel? I
2: think I, I think if Atlanta gets up, if, if you have Ryan go out and he scores 10 points before Baltimore's on the board, they are dead in the water. Um, I don't think they'd be able to k- play catch-up at all. I think i take Atlanta here, and I assume that it, when it comes down to airing it out, Atlanta's the only team here that's probably going to be able to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. Next up, so, Atlanta gets a lot of respect from the gambling community for a yeah. team that you know, I, you know. I, I get that they're they've had some, some luck losses. Yeah, they but uh, The they offense hasn't been, been good. as good lately, and they're four and seven. Atlanta gets a lot of respect from the gambling community for a team that's four and seven and sitting in the middle of the pack from the DVOA perspective.
2: But You know what?
1: Because you look at everybody on their offense and you think, yeah, they should be able to at least backdoor cover, and they absolutely should have. If it, like they shot themselves somehow in both feet, and then. Like still limped, it, and, and like we're still limping to nearly covering it even with like the yep. like both like bullets in both feet yesterday. Which it's our, our like, yeah. Well, they had how many? Turn- they have what? Three turnovers in the red zone red that red game. Zone. And like the one of them was like the who was it? Gabriel was like running in or whoever it was. Yeah, it was
3: uh, Calvin Just Ridley kind of right. just running. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And should have been in the. It should have been an easy or at least on the one yard line. And then all of a sudden, he f- like the ball went flying, and there were four Saints around it. It was just like, oh, it was it was the no effing way game personified. For the, uh,
2: Ryan for the is in that game. throwing like 350 yards a game, and they're coming away with 20 points. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, but like that's unlikely to continue. I mean, I, I agree. Teams have their struggles in the red zone, but at the end of the day, it's unlikely to be that bad for Matt Ryan consistently.
3: Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree with that entirely. I think they're kind of ready for a, a game where everything sort of breaks their way and goes their favor. Maybe this is it, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I just I just think that. They get a lot of respect. And I'm not saying they shouldn't, Like, but th- there's just a lot of respect coming in for this team. So, yeah.
1: uh, Next up, Craig, your Denver Broncos are heading into Cincinnati to take on the reeling Bengals, who are looking everywhere for answers right now, including Hugh Jackson, apparently, which is just... I, As know, a Broncos fan, I'm thrilled that Hugh Jackson's involved <laughs> in this game. Oh, so bad. Um, you know who's not involved in this game is Andy Dalton, out for the season with a thumb injury. Um, I'm not even sure. Jake Driscoll, I believe, is the Jeff hit- Driscoll, Jeff former Driscoll. Florida
3: Gator, is You're starting right, for, uh,
1: Jake for, Driscoll for was...
3: Jeff Driscoll, former Florida Gator, mm. is starting this game for the Bengals. Um, as someone who watched Jeff Driscoll at Florida, I didn't often think to myself, "Yeah, yeah, this is this is an NFL quarterback right here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not, not a thought that crossed my mind regularly. Um, so. Uh, i I really don't uh, I don't consider him much of a threat. Uh, the Broncos are playing extremely well as of late They're coming off that big win over Pittsburgh last week uh, which was yeah 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 um, this and and here's the other thing with the Broncos man like they're up to number six in DBOA after that win over the Steelers. The only teams ahead of the Broncos are Kansas City, the Rams, New Orleans and the Chargers yeah. Oh excuse me in Chicago but uh, nonetheless, those for the most part are the teams that people think might win the Super Bowl, and those are the only ones who are ahead of Denver, and Denver's sitting there at five and six uh because they happen to have played uh, three of the teams, teams. ahead yeah. of them, yes, <laughs> and they've lost. They they lost of the t- the three games they played against the teams ahead, of them, they lost four games. Uh, mm-hmm. They lost Kansas City twice.
1: They, they were in all of those games too. They were right? in all those. I remember, of those games. I remember taking the Broncos pretty much Arrowhead, all those games.
3: Yeah, they, the game at Arrowhead got kind of silly, but they uh, they should have beaten Kansas City. They could have beaten the Rams, and uh, the Chargers game was was super competitive, and they beat the Chargers. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's uh, they're in a good spot here. So, um. I think that they should win this week. And uh, this line was, I believe, Cincinnati minus one when Dalton was in the game. I think uh, so, it, yeah. opened, it opened at Cincinnati minus one. And then I think it might have opened before the end of the Broncos-Steelers game. So right around the same time the Denver's beating Pittsburgh, getting the news that, oh, yeah, Andy Dalton's done for the season. So all of a sudden the line is Denver minus four. Uh,
1: I'm fairly certain Jeff Driscoll was also a character on the original 90210. I'm like I'm like ninety percent certain. Yeah, it that.
3: seems like someone who would have gone on some like bad dates with uh, <laughs> not Brenda, more of like uh, going on a bad date with uh, probably yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, yeah,
1: Kelly. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Denver minus four and a half. What do you think, Bill? On the road. Give me Denver. Yeah, I don't know. Stay away from me, just because I don't lay. I and I. I... There's going to be better spots for the Broncos going forward in terms of the spread, but I'm just not laying four and a half on the road with, uh, with Case Keenum, even though I love this Broncos team, and I had them last week. And, I, and I'll and i bet before the season's over, the Broncos will be in my wheelhouse again. So uh, there's that.
3: But. Looking at the AFC playoff picture right now mm-hmm. and sort of where everybody lines up, um, like I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying not to get too far ahead of myself here. But Denver is sitting at five and six, and the team currently occupying that final uh, wild card spot in the AFC, if you like, factor in tiebreakers and the like, is the Colts, who are six and five. Like, if you look at Denver's schedule, Bengals, 49ers, Raiders, the rest of the way, and the Browns. That's like, yeah. it's 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 not impossible. Nope, it's not impossible.
1: Not. Could they could be that team? Um. Next up, the Los Angeles Rams head to Detroit to take on my Detroit Lions, who are, I think, thinking about next year. The Rams are laying 10 on the road. This line's moved a little bit. Uh, It's Rams minus 10. I've seen 9.5 at some places, and now it's back up to 10. Um, I I think you just hold your nose and you take the Lions here, Bill. What do you think? Agreed.
2: Um... I, the Rams are a great team. I'm, I'm sure they'll do well. But when you're getting 10 points at home, I, I don't think there's very many situations I can turn that down.
3: Yeah, and- I, I agree. I- and, and Detroit, Detroit's had 10 days off. The only thing I'd worry about is this. Sean McVay is going to find a way to get the non-Darius Slay members of Detroit secondary into uncomfortable positions. Oh yeah, like I I don't. We will see how that goes. Yeah,
1: like the Rams are gonna win this game. The Rams just have not been covering these large road spreads all year. They have not been doing that. And the Lions, as awful as they looked, Kenny Galladay, Matt Stafford and crew do have backdoor cover potential, even if they're getting blown out. But even if they're getting blown out, the Rams have still just not been covering these high spreads on the road. Maybe they do that this week because the Lions are exceptionally putrid. But uh, I, I think he just. I think smart gamblers here w- will just hold their nose and, and take the Detroit Lions. Oh no, I'm very much on board with Detroit. I think they're going to be one of my five. Yeah, um, my nightmare scenario was that the Lions somehow win this game, and then when the Patriots are playing the Rams in the Super Bowl, I just kind of sit there and go, huh? <laughs> 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 the <Right? laughs> huh! Detroit Lions get. <laughs> Two
3: of their five wins against these teams? Exactly,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Um, next up, Arizona heading to Green Bay. Damn them for making this line so high. This line is not supposed. This line is supposed to be minus nine and a half, right? And we're supposed to take Green Bay. I was so excited when I heard this matchup. Green Bay. I did not think that Green Bay had been playing well enough to currently be getting minus fourteen against anybody, even though nah. Arizona- and I'm public to- team. Aaron Rodgers against a bad team. Oh, I know. I was just like, I was hoping this would be 9, 10, 11 even. But the full two touchdowns, I can't do it because I really was looking for Aaron Rodgers, like, ref- like, you know, hey, sh- you know, kind of shut up everybody. FU mentality game here but at the minus 14 I, I can't take it and I'm certainly not taking Arizona and hot take I think Arizona is the worst team in the National Football League I, I think they are
3: They're probably worse than Buffalo now yeah
1: uh, Well but Buffalo's got 4 wins Yeah I know it's, <laughs> that, that's actually unbelievable to me Yeah the uh, the Are they worse than the Raiders guys? I, I, I think they're worse yeah. than the Raiders I really do I'm uh, not so sure I like I mean there's an argument that can be made I think I think they are I think they are absolutely worse uh, like the Raiders are bad, but the Raiders have, haven't been up ten nothing and then give up forty five straight points to the other team. But uh, man, uh, minus fourteen. What do you think on this
2: one, Bill? Yeah, yeah it's it's too many. Um, I want the Cardinals. Hmm. Yeah, I'll take the points.
3: Yeah, I just I fourteen's a lot, and I understand that the Cardinals have had some things go their way, uh, well, poorly rather for them, but. Uh, they, 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 their defense is actually not too bad. Uh, plus, like, and I tweeted about it last week. Like, at some point, we're going to be at the, we're we're going to get to the area where, the people of Wisconsin frame Mike McCarthy for murder in Manitowoc County. That's sure. that's that's <laughs> happening. It's going to happen at some point. Look, like, you what once, once again
2: spread this year.
3: What is That's a good question. Against Packers Ray. against Fred. Yeah, well, you looked that up. I'm just going to note that I thought he was bad again on Sunday night. McCarthy was. Yeah. Um, I thought they were in a situation where the Vikings had a couple of exotic blitzes. But Mike Zimmer always comes with some interesting blitzes that you don't really ever have really seen on tape. Um, and the Packers just had nothing to do about it. And at some point, like Aaron Rodgers has to play quarterback and can't be offensive coordinator, too. Um, it just it was just it, it, it got out of hand. It got out of hand, and it just felt like the Packers just had no answer for what the Vikings were doing on defense from basically the end of the first quarter onwards. They had no answer at all. And I know that part of it is Aaron Rodgers has essentially, like, well, they have two-plus-skill position players on offense. They have Adams and Jones. Uh, Graham is is hurt and was barely a part of the game. Uh, it just
2: is— They you know, lost a lot with— yeah, is, is ugly in Green. They lost switch, sir. They can the, they, they lost a lot with Jordy Nelson. They can't stretch the field like they used yeah. to, opening up some of those underrounds. Yes. They, like,
3: yeah, and and they here's the thing, they didn't need to re-sign there. Jordy Nelson, because I think that they rightly, based on what we've seen with Jordy Nelson in Oakland, they rightly just determined that, okay, that guy's had, you know, we that guy's messed up his knee once too many times to be the guy who takes the top off the defense still, but they needed to find someone in the draft or somewhere else who would do yeah, that. find
2: some 22-year-old that can run with his arms out, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's not hard to find at the very, even if you don't throw him the ball, you're stretching the field and you're opening things up underneath.
3: Yeah, you have to make them. You have to, uh, the defense believe that you might throw them the ball. Exactly. Yes uh yeah i just it's it's been a poorly poorly run situation and when Bakhtiari went out especially after that happened you're like okay green bay just has no chance against what whatever Minnesota's putting together with the front seven here it got uh it got bad fast
1: the green bay packers against the spread bill four six and one three and two hmm. at home uh one four and one on the road so, Aren't and, they
3: also four six uh, and one in in actual NFL actual games? Actual
1: NFL games as well, four six yes. and one. Uh, four zero oh, and one at home, and obviously they're zero oh, and six on the road. So they they have been not great on the road. But I mean, you look at some of their losses, and it was like, or even some of their wins, like the, like the, the the San Francisco. San Francisco never should have lost that game in a million years. That was completely on Shanahan. They never, they just never in a million years should they've lost that game. And they were fortunate to get that tie against your Vikings, Bill. So they honestly should be like three and eight right now. The the Packers. It's bizarre. Um, I mean, we, we talk a lot about. Back in the day, about uh, you know those who 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 were not fans of Peyton Manning, you know we talk a lot about that 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 Peyton Manning face that we we would see every once in a while on the sidelines after you know uh, Mike VanderJet would miss a kick or, or or somebody else would you know one of the defense would would not just not be able to make a yeah. stop and you know I'm 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 very much enjoying the the. Aaron Rodgers version of that, which is the Aaron Rodgers hangdog expression <laughs> that that of of him just going to the sidelines, going like, "Why is this my fate? Right? Like, why why am I doomed to be?" And it's just it's so weird because if if the Packers actually had a GM like McCarthy, probably would have been fired years ago, right? Like like it's just weird to hear that Packer fans are probably wishing something like man i wish dan snyder was our owner You would have fired this guy years ago right like, just, <laughs> you know it's it's a bizarre thing to, to
3: you know whose style i like that jerry actually no, i was gonna say jerry jones but that's a bad example no because yeah he's so a coach yeah steve has his welcome <laughs> exactly um but yeah you i, I like well they they uh, obviously this has got to be it for mccarthy and green bay yeah I, it's got be like this guy's had 13 years to coach this team mm. And a and, lot of
1: them with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. In fact, all of them with Brett Favre and Aaron all, Rodgers. Yeah. So.
3: Like, if you're a Packers fan, if you're a Packers fan who is 27 years old or 26 years old, rather, you know nothing but Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's all you know. Yeah. That's that is that's really nice. Yeah. That's a that's a charm existence. That nice is a style. charmed existence
1: yeah uh next up a game that is this is gonna be fun this is gonna be a fun football game you guys the cleveland browns are heading to houston to take on the white hot houston texans texans laying six on the road craig texans are at home oh yeah sorry texans laying six at home right that yep. is my mistake uh
3: i think i like houston here hmm uh, but I'm I'm excited for this football game. Uh, and I, I, I I watched a, a little bit, well, not almost all of the the Houston Tennessee game on Monday night. Uh, that Houston offense, man, that's that's they're cooking. They are cooking, man. That's this is really good. Not even with just Lamar Miller 97-yard touchdowns, but all the other stuff. Um, yeah, that was to, uh, Watson's feeling it, and they found a way to scheme out. And credit to Bill O'Brien. I was critical of him, and have been critical of him. But they found a way to scheme out of some of their offensive line problems, you know, rollouts and things along those lines. And the offensive line's blocked a little bit better, too. Uh, Demarius Thomas scored twice on Monday night, which was uh, which was fun for me to watch. I enjoyed that. Dagger to the heart. <laughs> no, no, no. I I I wish Demarius Thomas nothing but success, and I'm I'm glad that he's doing well in Houston. Well um, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, uh, the Tim Tebow 80 uh, yard touchdown in overtime lives forever, man. That's true. Uh, yeah, no, I will. Uh, I'm I, I I I'll take the Texans, but it's, they're not going to be one by five. But if I'm if I'm picking someone, I'm going to take the Texans.
1: Houston winning this game, this 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 is the uh, completes the over for them. They need one more win the rest of the way to to complete the over. So hopefully, knock on wood, that I didn't just jinx it by speaking that into existence. Um, that was a
3: nice uh, Houston win over Tennessee for you on Monday there. Yeah,
1: very especially, and I was watching that game on PBR, so I was behind everything. And and when Tennessee jumped out to that early ten nothing lead, I was just like, oh god, is this is like is this my fate? And then uh, turns out everybody already knew that I was uh, quite good.
3: Uh, yeah, it turns out that uh, I believe Houston scored in the next like eight four, consecutive drives.
1: Something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it was, it was quite lovely to watch. And then obviously there was the uh, the fourth and one play made made more sense. It made sense to me. I would have done the exact same thing. But again, it's just I don't get Vrabel's play calling. Right? Like Mariota had just like on a bunch of rollouts and screens and even QB draws and stuff. Like like that ball should have been in Mariota's hands on that four and one. I'm I'm. Convinced of that, and I, I, I didn't get whatsoever the the call that they I believe they went to Derrick Henry off tackle or something like that in the in the to the side that Jadavian Clowney and JJ Watt are on. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, they, and they ate him up obviously, and then 97 yards as you mentioned, and the game was pretty much over from that point. Um, Houston minus six, Bill. Anything to add?
2: Not particularly. I think I, I like Houston here as well. I think Houston's got a better. Defense, probably, and I definitely think they have a better offense. So I'll take them at home if you're getting, if you're giving up less than a touchdown.
3: Mm. Um, Ian Eagle told an interesting story on Rich Eisen's show this week Ooh. when she talked about interviewing Hugh Jackson because Ian Eagle and Dan Fouts have the uh, Pittsburgh-Cleveland game before Hugh Jackson was fired, the last game. And Ian Eagle said, and Dan Fouts said, hey, you know, uh, Baker ran a lot of this interesting, uh, you know, the the – uh, read option type of stuff uh, at, uh, uh, at at Oklahoma. Uh, do you, have you guys uh, thought about doing any of that? And Hugh Jackson's actual response to them: This is true. That this is what I said. Actually, yeah, we should be doing some of that stuff. Oh my <laughs> like <God>. what? <laughs> Why is the play-by-play guy
1: telling you what plays to draw? Oh <laughs> You're Lord fucking God. fired. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Step my office. What is the what is this? Oh my God, is he gonna and like there's this weird. Oh my God, there's rumblings too of Hugh Jackson being like, well, if Marvin Lewis's days appear to be numbered in Cincinnati. Maybe Hugh Jackson takes over And It's like what the fuck, right? Like what are we talking about here?
3: <laughs> Why does this like, guy continue to get chances to do anything in the NFL other than like groceries?
1: Yeah, God, uh, he should be setting pins in a bowling alley. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do, like yeah we should
3: be doing some of that stuff and they also got the impression that there just wasn't a whole lot of uh uh love between mayfield and jackson which we well, obviously saw off yeah, the King field Heisman. Ooh, that <laughs> yeah. was spicy oh, i like
1: that you know, very much you no know, yeah.
3: i love that from baker yeah, mayfield I'm, baker's like you see this guy like yeah, no, I forget it
1: yeah i'm i'm in the I, i'm absolutely 100 in the baker mayfield corner on that one where because like and I guarantee you, Hugh Jackson was behind the scenes saying crap like, "Well, we just can't win with this guy, right?" And so, yeah. Like, well, like, and here's just, what I say he about he was blaming ba- ba- Baker and other people for his. Yeah. Well,
3: he's blaming everyone but
1: himself. Exactly. Uh, right?
3: Look, what I will we're... say about Baker Mayfield is this: I know that sometimes his 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 brashness and his personality rub people the wrong way. Like, no, you know, it. the time that he uh, the time that he goes into the center of the field at Ohio State and plants the Oklahoma flag into the ground, everyone's mm-hmm. mad about that. But I think that he's one of those guys where if he's on your team, you really like him and he's like someone that you're going to you can follow when he leads. So I don't know if he's necessarily going to be the guy that's uh, the most uh, physically gifted NFL quarterback. But he's going to be one of those guys that uh, the guys in the team like him a lot. And they're like, you know what I mean? Like the team will be fired up to play for him type of guys. And uh, you, you, that, that is not something that grows on trees uh, in the NFL. So good for Baker for for having that. I think that he'll uh I think that he'll have a very nice, very long career, and I think that uh, he may not be the best player out of that draft, but I think that he will likely wind up being the best quarterback out of that draft.
1: I completely agree. All right, next up, the Indianapolis Colts head to Jacksonville. The Colts are white hot right now, and Jacksonville, are they hot? They are They're not. not. <laughs> Um, Colts laying four on the road, you guys. Again, Leonard Fournette suspended yeah.
3: for this game for being an idiot in Buffalo. As
1: he should be. And uh, that he you know why? They, the game. They they. I honestly think Jacksonville should just have to forfeit this game. Like like. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, uh, like I think. Who like let's say over the past twenty years, the most embarrassing franchises have been in no particular order: the Lions, the Browns, and the Jaguars. Am I correct in saying that?
3: Uh, twenty years, yeah. If you if you if you put it to ten, the Buccaneers got to get in there, but yeah, twenty yeah, years, yeah. sure.
1: I mean, you could probably squeeze the Bills in there a little bit too. Yeah, but, but, yeah but absolutely. The, the Bills but the Bills have been more mediocre than mediocre, terrible. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, but unequivocally, and the Lions have, have been mediocre have, have a rich history being mediocre for the last like so basically the most of the Matt Stafford area But you get my point. Lions, Jaguars, and uh, Browns,
3: and Bills, and Browns in some sort of order. Yes. Yeah.
1: The Lions, in in the the darkest days of the Lions, the 0-16 days of the Lions, and the Browns as well, the 0-16 days of the Browns and the Lions, um, nobody on either of those teams talked as much trash as this Jaguars team seems to want to do and then just go out there and get their asses handed to them by the people that they just talk trash while you're not winning games by the way like like talk you can only talk trash when you're winning like as a fan of the of the of the Miami Hurricanes like when you're winning, talk all the junk you want. But like when you're losing, especially the way the Jaguars are, shut the fuck up, <laughs> right? Like going around calling. Uh, well, I don't
3: know guy? if you guys saw. Flowers the, that the... called
1: tra- called Josh Allen trash or whatever. It was it trash. was
3: J- Jalen Ramsey, Ram- but he it said was it before Ramsey the season. Again, was it? Oh, he said it before the season. Uh, nonetheless, if the NFL draft was being held this week, Jacksonville Jaguars would picked sixth, which I think is stunning. Yeah. Uh, based on how things looked last year, and well. You can blame some of that on the decision to bring back Blake Bortles, which, like, they did not need to do. Uh, you got to look at the fact that the defense, which has a lot of good players on it, they're still sitting seventh in DV away, but that's a little below where we thought they might be, and they've had some moments where they could have had that critical stop and they haven't got it, and that's happened a few times this season.
1: Minus four, Bill. How do you feel about this one? Colts laying four on the road.
2: You know what, I I think you got to go with the Colts here just for the sake of uh, – they they put it together on offense, man. Luck is standing up. He's making throws in the pocket. And if you're going to assume that they're going to score 26 to 30 points, I don't think Jacksonville is going to score more than that. Uh,
1: I agree. I was curious as to what the Jaguars over-under total was at the beginning of the season. So I Googled Jaguars over-under <laughs> win total in the – First thing that came up was an article before the season started by CBS's own Will Brinson, who's great. I, I do like Will Brinson, but, uh, yeah, his line says the Jaguars look like the most loaded team in the AFC. So <laughs> hindsight's a funny thing, gentlemen. Uh, <coughs> there, there total at the beginning. There's of the an worst. alternate universe somewhere yeah.
3: with Patrick Mahomes is on the Jaguars. You guys.
1: Yeah, there, there, there <laughs> is, uh, unfortunately that's darkest timeline. Uh, the, uh, over under win total for them was nine by the way
3: um i don't think they're gonna hit it
1: no i don't either uh bill (laughs) or craig anything to add to the minus four
3: uh no i want the colts uh and again i got i talked about him last week frank reich man that guy Mm -hmm. uh, maybe that guy's my coach of the year yeah like i know people are gonna want to give it to to andy Reid or sean payton or sean McVay, and i and i get that but I know the, the Colts are only six and five, but he, Frank Reich is getting what he can out of that roster, and uh, they're only 12th in offensive DVOA, but they've been really kind of shooting up the the, the charts lately. Uh, I'm if Colts. The, the Colts look good. Colts look good.
1: Speaking of awards, should we be talking? Should there be more um, Phil Rivers for MVP talk? No. No, you don't think so.
3: To me, the con- look, the conversation starts and ends with Breeze and Mahomes. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, I, th- I think and Those are well, the only guys that you talk and
1: about. if you want to go to – well
3: – And if you want to say, well, what about not a quarterback, then you can discuss Todd Gurley because he's just such a huge part of their office.
1: Yeah, but uh, Todd Gurley is, is – I mean, he, he'd have to have a, a monster back. At, like, he's cooled off the last few weeks, and I, I'd, like, cooled yeah. off for him. But And I'm being cooled off in terms of MVP talk. But uh, if you look at the advanced stats, uh, Rivers is right there with Breeze. So I think if you talk about Breeze being the MVP, you have to mention that Philip Rivers is the MVP.
3: Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, for, but at some point, the Saints have lost one game and they've won ten in a row. Like that—that yeah. that matters in these types of conversations. Uh, I'm, uh,
2: I'm not sure it should, but it does. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, and, and fair enough. Um, I just uh, and it, again, you know, Rivers isn't going to host a playoff game this year. Again, not his fault, mm-hmm. but that's the situation.
1: Uh, next up, Buffalo is heading to Miami. Miami, this line's moved a little bit. Opened up Miami minus five. It is now Miami minus four and a half. I like Miami here, I think, you guys. What do you think, Bill? I think, I think just Buffalo on the road. I'm just not sure. I like Buffalo. I think they're solid. Yeah, Their defense is, is great. I, I had them last week to when they were home dogs against the Jaguars, which made no sense. And... Uh, yeah, I, I'm.
2: Uh, I, I I don't think anyone's running away with this one. I, I mm-hmm. think I take the points here and assume that it's going to come down to some last minute field goals or a late touchdown, something like that. I think I take the points here and assume that this is a pretty low scoring, not that fun game to watch.
1: But Buffalo's been pretty solid. I think they're 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 overdue for a stinker, is is what I'm uh, what I'm thinking here. I think this this game finishes like twenty to three or some garbage. What do you think on this one, Craig? Minus four and a half to Miami. Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing about this game
3: <laughs> Scott Hansen. Do not show this game. Um, yeah. I'll, I hate this. Jesus. Uh, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you don't have, anything no, to say, I think, I'm think I'm going to take Buffalo. I, 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 I'm going to take Buffalo. I just, okay. I just don't believe in this Miami team. I'll take Buffalo.
1: All right. Fair enough. Uh, I do not have a line for this next game. If you have one, let me know. The Chicago Bears are heading to New York to take on the Giants, <laughs> who have to win out in order to push. So, not Bears favorite by
3: four and a half, which I suspect is the Mitch Trubisky plays yes, line.
1: Sounds like the Mitch Trubisky plays line. So let's. Uh... Viewing that information, let me do a refresh, see if it pops up. That is a negatory Ghost writer. Uh So still no line. Chicago minus four and a half on the road against the Giants. Giants should have won that game against the Eagles. They shot themselves in the foot, but they still covered. And around here, it's not whether you win or lose. It's whether you cover the spread. Um, anything to add? Chicago minus four and a half,
2: Bill. Doppers. bears okay. Yeah, I think I like Chicago... They've just played consistent and good football. Um, they haven't made a heck of a lot of mistakes. If Trubisky goes, which I he should, right? I, uh, I suspect he, that's what's happening. I he will. Um, I think they win this game by more than a score. So give me Chicago.
3: This is interesting for the Giants' offense, which has looked better the last couple of weeks. Let's see how much better you actually look. Mm. Uh, yeah. Let's give you a pretty challenging front seven to deal with from the offensive line perspective. Uh, I think it will end poorly. I think it's going to be a long day for uh, for poor Eli. So give me uh, give me the Bears.
1: Next up, the Carolina Hurricanes head into Tampa Bay. Uh, Carolina Lang three and a half on the road. Oh my God! Hold your nose and take the Buccaneers. Ooh, uh, I can't do it. I uh, you can't do it. Gotta, though. There's that extra half point hook. I mean, it's it's not great, but. I think you got to do it. I, th- I think that's the move here is you got to hold your nose and take the box. I'm not, I'm not thrilled about it, but I think that's what you got to do. Uh, Craig has expressed some woes on that. How do you feel, Bill?
2: Yeah, I, I think I like Carolina better. I, I trust that Carolina can stop Tampa Bay once in a while. I'm not sure I can say the same going the other way. Right. Um, I, Carolina's, they haven't been very consistent. Tampa Bay's been consistently bad. Um, I, I think I go with Carolina here. I, I think I assume that they're going to be able to have more consistency and, and, and end up scoring a heck of a lot more points than Tampa Bay.
1: The Carolina's problem, from my mind, from from my view, because I've watched a lot, I have their under, so I've watched a lot of the Carolina Panthers this year, and I've been it's been bizarre <laughs> game to game to say the least. the The, the problem that I see. Is that their defense isn't what it was the year they went 15 and one and went to the Super Bowl? They have a lot of the same names from from that uh, team, but the defense is not what it was. They're 26th ranked in DVOA right now, which is obviously in the bottom half of the league. And Ron Rivera has not quite adjusted his play calling to that. They're they're an offensive team, Carolina, eighth in DVOA. Uh, like eighth in offensive DVOA, middle of the pack special teams, but they're an offensive team now. This Carolina Panthers, yep. they need to be getting after it more. And Ron is still kind of calling his plays as if they're a shut him down defense, the, like the 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 just shut down kill him defense that they used to have. And and I think that reflects mostly in the, in the in the in the that that going for two against the Lions, which made no sense because when they went for two there was still a minute and a half left in the game and the Lions had two timeouts. So going for two didn't make any kind of sense. I I still, I think think it made
3: sense from this perspective. One, Mm -hmm. she wasn't sure Graham Gano was going to hit that extra point. That's fair. You got two. Rivera figured, okay, this is going to be the most important play of this game. I want Cam Newton out there for when the most important play of this game happens. Mm-hmm. I don't want, you know what I mean? Like, let's just let's just do this. Let's just. Uh, just that, that that I I, I think that th- that call. I still i was still gonna defend that call. Yeah. I think it was thing to situationally
1: do, it just didn't. make... It wasn't like the variable call where it's like we win this game if we do this right. If we get this, it was it was. If we get this, well we're up one. <laughs> Hopefully we can hold them, right? Like it just yep. it, it just I don't know. It it the situation didn't call for it for for me, but. Yeah, they have not leaned into the fact that they are they are an offensive team and not a defensive team. That's what it looks like to me anyway. I don't know. It, I, I, I think they need to realize that they need to be smacking teams in the mouth offensively and then hope that their, they're, you know, Luke Keekleys and whatnot can can make get the odd turnover and win it on defense because they're not a shutdown defense anymore. It's just no. simply put. Um, so for all those reasons, <laughs> I'm just going to hold my nose and take the bucks. God.
2: Yeah.
3: I hate it. <laughs> no, nah, I'm I'm still taking Carolina. I think Carolina's just going to light them up on defense. Yep. Could happen. Yeah, b- by the way, this could be a game. By the way, the the over/under is 56 and a half. I I know that it's never the mm-hmm. I got 54 it's never the. And a half. Oh really? Okay. Well, you mm-hmm. you bet the over on either of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolina's defense is actually seventh against the run, DVOA wise. They are 27th against the pass. So Ooh, my goodness. not Tampa good. Bay. And really Tampa Bay is going to want to chuck the... Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna want to chuck the ball, man. That's what they're gonna want to do.
1: What is the marquee matchup of the one o'clock? Oh my God, is it Cleveland Houston? Is it, uh,
3: is it the up? Wait, up what and... time does? Is... Oh, sorry. Pit, uh, Chargers and uh, Chargers and Steelers got flexed out of the one o'clock. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, this used to be. Yeah, it used to be Green Bay Arizona, I think of the. Yeah. Hmm.
1: flex, uh, by the way. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah. Is it Cleveland Houston? Oh, wait.
1: The up and coming, like the the, the the winning streak, eight in a row. Houston versus this up and coming hot Cleveland team. Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb. Is that the marquee matchup of the one o'clock slate?
3: That's, I'm pretty excited to watch. Yeah, I think wow. so.
1: Wow, I think that it's either that or Baltimore Atlanta.
2: Yeah, it's the only one. But I, I think I'm. Excited. Atla-
1: well, it's not Baltimore Atlanta. I don't think, to be honest. Atlanta hasn't been hasn't been sexy enough in, oh. the, in recent weeks for that to be the marquee matchup. I I I, I wow, Cleveland Browns. Marquee matchup of a 1 o'clock slate. Good on you. Welcome to the party, pal. Um,
0: all
1: right, 4 o'clock games. First up, the Kansas City Chiefs are a- heading to Oakland. to take. Ooh, excuse me. Choking out the word Oakland there. Uh, Kansas City heads to Oakland. Kansas City laying 15 and a half. Or sorry, 15 on the road. It used to be 15 and a half. Um, oh, God.
3: I mean, you're supposed this to. This tells us, by the way, that if this game was at Arrowhead, this is probably 21, right?
1: Yeah. And we may still, based on that... Uh, uh, that little loss that uh, the Chiefs had last week—you may still get a competitive game that week. We, yep, we, that may still count. So I'm—I think that'll be 21, um, minus 15. Good lord! Um, I mean, <laughs> you're supposed to take Oakland. You, yep, you're supposed to take Oakland.
2: But do you
3: really want to take Oakland?
1: Yeah, but no, no, I, I can't do it. Not gonna be able to do it. You're supposed to take Oakland, but I'm—I'm I'm just not going to do it. What do you think, Bill?
2: You know what? I'm not I'm not laying 15. I'll I'll take Oakland, but I'm not thrilled about it because Kansas City could easily be up by 15 by the end of the first quarter.
3: <laughs> it might be 21. Yeah. Um then yeah, then what do you do? Cuz like this this Oakland pass defense is is is, is very yep. bad. And I don't know if you guys have heard, but uh Chiefs like the Chuck going around a little bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's also the thing where where Derek Carr, you know, basically said he's going to do everything to make sure that Oakland doesn't get the number one pick, and the Raiders fans were like, no, go fuck yourself, right? (laughs) Yeah, you stop this. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, stay away from me. Absolute stay away. Holy crap. Uh, uh, I'm I'm certainly not betting
3: Oakland. If I had to pick, I'd pick Kansas City, though. Like, this, like, should, I just I, think I that know. they're going to light just, them up. You're I think you're you're it's so, going to be... And Kansas City, and remember the Andy Reid off the bye week stats?
1: Yeah, that's, that's where we're at right now. It's Andy a, Reid off the bye week. Certainly a perfect storm. I just, I can't yep. do it. I can't lay 15 on the road. It's, it's I'm so morally opposed to that. Oh, God. Uh, yep. Next up, the Jets are heading to Tennessee. Tennessee minus 7.5 at home over the Jets. I... I think I like the Jets. It's a good thing this I'm game's at sure.
3: four. Or otherwise, Scott Hanson will be getting some instructions here. Yeah.
1: Um, I think I think I like the Jets here, but I'm not sold on it. What do you think, Bill?
2: I don't like either of these. Um, you know what? couple bad teams. Anybody's going to make a mistake. I'm taking the points.
3: Give I'm taking two. the points, too. I just I just don't think that Tennessee is good enough to be favored by more than a touchdown over anyone that isn't really, really bad. No. And the Jets are not good. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if they're quite this bad.
1: No. So. Minnesota, your boys, Bill, head to New England to take on the Patriots. And this line has seen some movement. I have a potential to middle this game currently. This line opened up in Minnesota plus seven, which I bet. And it is now currently New England minus five, which I also bet. So the dream scenario for me is New England winning by six, exactly. Um, and, I, and then I get it all. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota, you boys, Bill, heading to New England. How do you feel? I
2: like it. I mean, I, I think if they play like they played last week, they will easily beat the New England team we've seen all year. Um. If they play like they did in a couple other weeks this year, Brady could get into the three-digit scores. Um, I I think Minnesota's going to win this game. I think they are that good of a team. I think they can, at at the very least, cover the spread. So i go with Minnesota.
3: Um, The fact that Xavier Rhodes might play in this game is huge for the Vikings. Mm -hmm. That's massive. Um, Because the the way he went down the other night did not look like that was what was going to happen. Uh, the fact that uh, the Vikings think there's a, in there's a good chance Xavier Rhodes is going to be in the game, lineup this week. Uh, I like the Vikings to cover the spread here. Um, look, winning in Foxborough is, is really, really not easy to do. It's really not easy to do. Um, the Vikings have a well-equipped defense to go in there and be competitive, though, especially if Rhodes is playing. Uh, and New England's had some problems this year when it comes to finding ways to cover dudes. Uh, down the field in a few spots, and the Vikings have
2: two really,
3: really, really good receivers, really good receivers. And New England's pass defense is 19th in DVOA. That's not what we're used to seeing from them. So I, I think the Vikings are competitive here as long as uh, as long as Cousins is uh, is is on point and on his game, like he was on Sunday night.
2: Especially I for stick Brady in enough third and long type situations to really get <laughs> after him too, like. Um, teams that are bad against the run and when, when Brady's third and four I feel like you can set your watch to it he gets it almost every single damn time but when he's third and, and uh, a little bit less manageable um, that's when you have time to get to him and that's when you can actually see him make mistakes like Denver that's how they beat him every year it's just chasing Brady around when they're rushing four
3: yeah I think I think the Vikings could be able to to get some pressure that way oh, look, have- Foxborough's tough to win but I, I I'll take the five points though
1: we haven't discussed it much on this podcast, but is Gronk done or is New England just keeping him? Like, I he, think they're he, saving is him. Is he breaking in case of emergency?
3: I think they're saving him because okay. we saw, after he got back, we saw a couple of times he went deep against the Jets. One time it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they went for him in the red zone a couple of times. But I think that it's a situation where they are they are saving him for the tough games. And this is one of the tough
1: games. Mm-hmm. New England also snuck into the two-seed, and, and nobody really noticed. <laughs> yes, yeah, they're back. It's uh, the two. Good. Um, all right, last game of the 4 o'clock slate. The San Francisco 49ers head to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Um. Of the teams, the fringe teams that are trying to make the wild card, I think we can all agree as football fans that we want Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks as one of those two wild card teams. Do we not?
3: Um, I'm not necessarily well I'm sure Bill wouldn't necessarily agree with that uh, <laughs> well yeah, yeah Uh I'm I am one nece- of the two <laughs> okay okay uh, yeah I guess uh, if it's Cam Newton and the Panthers though I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shed any tears yeah
2: uh, That's um, much,
1: well yeah Seattle minus 10 Seattle giving 10 at home against San Francisco how do you feel Bill
2: San Francisco. Uh, Mm. I don't think Seattle's good enough to be favored by ten. Like you, at seven, I I can I can feel it. But ten seems like too many. Seattle's a good team, um, but San Francisco's not bad enough to give up Uh, ten. Yeah, they. They might be. Yeah, they very well could be. Seattle's
3: 11th in offensive DVOA and 11th in defensive DVOA.
2: Which, it's a good combo. San Francisco has got to be... Wow, well, they're hard to read now because things changed a little bit there. Um, I, I still take San Francisco. Uh, I'm not thrilled about it, though. I certainly don't like betting on San Francisco on the road.
1: drag anything to add on this
3: one? Uh, I'm staying away from this, but if I had to, I'd take Seattle, I think.
1: Yeah, I think I, think I agree with you. I think I would lay the points. Um, Sunday Nighter flexed in as you mentioned. Next up, the Los Angeles Chargers are heading to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh laying three and a half, another half point hook that I gotta get my hands on. Boys, I'm back on the Chargers bandwagon. Give me the Chargers. <laughs> I love the Chargers here. Oh, I'm there. Give me, give me the Chargers. I'm taking them. This is I, I, I love
3: this football game. I'm really excited for this. I'm yes. really excited for the football game. Uh, no, I, I love the Chargers. Uh, I think they're better. I think we're just seeing Joey Bosa get back into form, and that's a dangerous proposition for the other team's offense. Uh, and the Chargers' offense is, is, is humming away, man. They look, they look good. I know there's no Melvin Gordon. I understand that's part of it. But Austin Eckler, he can do things. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm on board with the Chargers. Yep.
1: Bill, anything to add on this one?
2: I think this one is going to become a bit of an air show, and I will take Rivers all day long in that competition. All right. Beauty
3: fifty-one and a half is the over/under on that one, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that you're, one's fun. That's fifty-one and a half. That's, that's lower than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that seems kind of low to me.
2: They're baiting you. They're baiting you with that
1: fifty-one and a half. They really are. I'm not going to fall for it. <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Monday night are kind of a weird one this week, you guys. Um, the Washingtons head to Philadelphia. Two teams who we thought, uh, you know, they, they, I mean, things aren't going great for these two teams right now, i got to say. Uh, Philadelphia minus six and a half at home against the Washingtons and the fighting Colt McCoys. Craig Needles, how do you feel?
3: I think I want the Washington team. Yeah. Super long rest for the
1: Washington team. Mm-hmm
3: yeah that's what i want washington team i know I, i'd be i feel a lot better if this was seven instead of six and a half but uh no no six and a half is fine i will take the washington team i think that they're uh they're gonna be okay and here's the thing colt mccoy not great but you know who else isn't great the guys who were not playing football six days ago who are going to be starting the secondary for the eagles so
1: yeah and colt mccoy's had more than i think two hours to learn the playbook from this yeah, game, that's you true. know, like that was, that was something we, we forgot. What's the episode
3: it of now? It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they try out for the Eagles? Like that actually might start happening for the secondary. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the, the Invincible or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. it was yeah it was based on that that movie Invincible or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is it
2: Wahlberg in that or something? I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mark Wahlberg's in the movie uh, that, that I believe what's referenced in the uh, in the uh, yeah. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is uh, uh, several a string of uh, Bill Cosby related jokes
1: before. Uh, before the actual Bill Cosby joke starts. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> Trouble brewing. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it for our Week 13 coverage on the Crossover Podcast. Uh, Friends of the show picks—we actually have some this week. Uh, Nick Romita from the Exploding Earths podcast sent us a little clip, so we'll throw to that at the end. I was actually on the Exploding. Earth podcast this week uh, on their latest episode talking Batman and the Max Arkham Dreams, uh, really excellent comic book series that I'm having a lot of fun. So check that out on wherever you can find those guys. Up, Batman
3: in much... the Max is that like a Batman Save by the Bell crossover? Like, no. what's... like there was it?
1: Yeah, there was a. Oh, is, no.
3: ba- is Batman sitting like you know backwards
1: way on a chair at the booth talking yeah. to Zach? <laughs> Now that is something I would also read. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd, I'd probably read that too. <laughs> no, yeah, the, no. The Max was a was a guy in the '90s that uh, Sam, Sam Keith invented, and uh, he brought him back for for a, a fun limited edition run. That you know, when I heard that, I was like, oh. <laughs> so uh, I've, I've two of five issues are out right now, and it's been a delight so far. So yeah, check out the Exploding Earths podcast wherever you can find those guys. Um, we'll throw to their picks before we go to our picks. Uh, listen to these records heading into week 13, you guys. Bill Needles, 30,
2: mm.
1: 28, and
0: 2.
1: Mm. Craig Needles, 30, 28, and 2. Matt Pierce, 30, 29, and 1.
0: Mm.
1: So we got ourselves a little nail-biter heading into week 13, you guys. Uh, Bill Needles, technically in first place, but only because your name
2: starts with a B. <laughs> uh, go ahead, by- sir. Yep. Uh, Okay, so let's see what I got here. I am going to go with the Colts, the Falcons, my Vikings, the Chargers, and Mr. Newton and the Panthers.
1: And the Colts are minus four right now. Craig Needles, who you got?
3: Uh, Some of them are going to be the same as Bill. I cannot believe I only have to give up three and a half to bet against this stupid Tampa Bay team. So give me the Panthers. I'm going to take, and I know I I already talked about how 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 does the gambling community respect this team so much? Well, guess what? I am also taking the Falcons. (laughs) 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 Whatever, I respect them too. Uh, I'm going to take the Chicago Bears. Uh, I will be taking. Four and a half on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Four and a half. I'll be taking the Arizona Cardinals because I'm a maniac. Mm-hmm.
1: You're and I'll rob the Arizona Point pointinals or something. whatever. Yeah,
3: I yeah, I'm I'm taking the Arizona two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm also taking. Uh, I'm going to take the the Los Angeles Chargers.
1: All right. All right, for me, making a clean sweep on the Chargers. I'm going against you guys. I'm I'm taking I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking the home dog. I'm holding my nose, and I'm I'm taking the Bucs. I'm trusting the Patriots, so give me the minus five. Um, I'm going to hold my nose and lay the four and a half with the Dolphins. And I'm also going to be holding my nose a lot this week because I am taking my Detroit Lions plus ten to Mm. cover that. Uh, Not great. Uh, Crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. Uh, We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe, and five stars only on the reviews, please. Uh, At Empire6 is the Twitter account, and email us at contact at thecrossoverpodcast.com. Bill Needles, Craig Needles, we'll be back next week talking week 14, and Dissecting what we just, uh, what we will witness in the future in Week 13. Thank you very much for doing this, you guys. As always, yes. thank you. All right, and without further ado, we will throw to Nick Romita and the Exploding Earth's friend of the show picks.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you, Matt, for having me on the Crossover Podcast for the Fan Picks of the Week. And I'm going to hit you up with my five games for Week 13 of the NFL season. Starting with the Thursday nighter, I'm going to go with New Orleans over Dallas. Moving into Sunday, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos over the Cincinnati Bengals. Followed by the Cleveland Browns over the Houston Texans. Then the Buffalo Bills over the Miami Dolphins. The Chicago Bears over the New York Giants. And, as a bonus, I'm going to put one more pick in there. The sixth pick. Would it be the Philadelphia Eagles or the Washington No Names? Thanks again, Matt, for having me on. Um, as you guys know, I've been doing a podcast with Brandon from Mermel with comic books. You can check us out on Twitter at Debate at... Not Debate Comics, that's the old Twitter. At Exploding Earths. You can also hit us up on explodingearth.com. You can check us out on iCloud, uh, no, not iCloud, iTunes, SoundCloud, any podcatcher of your choice. We'll be there. We're also getting our YouTube started up as well. Matt, thanks again for coming out and recording with us a while back. That was really great. You, we really appreciate that. And yeah, thanks again for having me. And uh, yeah, those are my picks. Um, go Bears.